Hey, fellow Boundary Breakers, if your current delegation systems are not working to get you out of the day-to-day in your business, there is an exercise on our website that is the first step to get you out of the delegation catch-22. I'm going to throw the link in the show notes for you to go ahead and download. If your revenue is down or your expenses are up or if there's other things that are happening in your business right now that are causing you to lose sleep at night, it's really common to respond to those things with a knee-jerk reaction, quickly changing directions without any warning or notice. That can actually result in poor business decisions if we're reactive, because we're not seeing the big picture. We're just seeing the here and now, and we're making decisions based on how we're feeling currently or how the snapshot of our business looks at this current point in time. Welcome to another episode of Female Founders Breaking Boundaries. I'm your host, Casey Gromer. I am the founder of She Sweet Boutique, With over 20 years of marketing and business management experience, I work with small businesses and female founders using our signature business blueprint. On the show, you get tools, advice, resources, support, and encouragement that resonates with the modern businesswoman. So fellow boundary breakers, let's dive in. Hello, fellow Boundary Breakers, and welcome to another episode of Female Founders Breaking Boundaries. I'm your host, Casey Gromer. You are listening to the podcast that challenges all of the societal boundaries that are placed on us as women entrepreneurs, and we're going to be talking about ways that you can overcome some of those challenges and obstacles that tend to hold us back from running businesses that function without us in the day-to-day. This is a second podcast episode in my what I'm calling my summer series. I just made that up on the fly, by the way. I didn't actually plan it. I just needed to get some episodes recorded and out because I've had an entire library of topics that I've wanted to share with you and I just needed to get them out there. And so we're doing a series this summer of some shorter episodes. I'm bypassing our women in the spotlight for a short period of time and also what's on my mind outside of business, just so I can make sure that I'm coming to you with some ideas that are relevant to you and your business right now as you are navigating this challenging climate and growing your business and making sure that it doesn't eat you alive in the process. Today's episode is going to be touching on the recession. I'm going to caveat this episode by saying the recession doesn't affect all of us exactly the same way. And in fact, this is something that we learned during the pandemic, during COVID-19, where we saw some businesses flourishing and some businesses crashing And so it's all very interesting. And the best thing that we can do is just try to see how far forward we can look in the market, in the economy, in our business, in our industry, with our customers and our clients, and do our best to try to predict what's going to happen. And that's what we're going to talk about today, because a lot of us are feeling the pressure of the recession. 
in many cases, we are in a down economy right now, depending on what industry you're in. And a lot of our customers and clients have less disposable income right now. So what that means is things that aren't an absolute necessity are sometimes getting cut out of budgets. So if you're in one of those industries, this might be feeling stressful to you right now. So what I want to spend time talking about today on this episode is how we can kind of prepare ourselves. I mean, it's a little bit late now to be prepared ahead of time, but the recession probably isn't ending tomorrow. So this advice still holds true, but how we can kind of prepare ourselves for some of these periods of downturn so that we're not feeling as stressed, we're not making poor business decisions, and we're basically being proactive instead of reactive. So here are some of the things I've been working with C-suite clients on and helping them to focus on right now. And our goal, by the way, is to just sustain, right? We want to sustain business right now. If you are in an industry that's impacted by the recession, you do not want to be trying to grow because it's going to be extremely hard to reach those goals. You're going to be stressed and overwhelmed. Your staff is going to be stressed and overwhelmed. What we want to do instead is kind of take a step back and focus on the fundamentals, So when the economy is strong, it's really easy to find space either in your time or in your budgets to invest in kind of extra services and nice to have equipment. You might be expanding locations, launching new products and services. But during a recession, the best idea is to kind of take a look at what are the fundamental functions processes, and activities that your business cannot survive without. What are they? And let's kind of wipe out everything else that we're doing for the moment and focus on those fundamental processes, functions, and activities and do them really well and see where you're left. A lot of the clients that we're working with right now are finding themselves trying to do more with less. And so by focusing on those fundamentals, you can decide to add in some of those ancillary activities or those nice to have activities as you have capacity, whether it's in capacity in your budget or capacity in your team to do those things. So focus on the fundamentals, get them down, get them working really well. Another thing that you'll want to do in the recession is to consider your return on investment. So when I say return on investment, what I'm talking about is everything you do in your business is an investment. You're either investing time, your time, your staff's time, or you're investing money. And when the economy is down like it is right now, some of those activities that you're investing in might be yielding a lower return. A good example of this is marketing, for example. Before the recession, 
you maybe had some team staff members spending some time on email marketing, or maybe you were doing paid Google ads. And in a recession, you may notice, depending on your industry and all of that other stuff, you may notice that you're you're either spending the same amount of money or you're some of you may be investing more money because you're noticing that leads are down, but you're investing money and you're finding that's not working as well as it used to. So your cost per leads is up, your cost per acquisition is up, you've got staff members spending time on stuff that's not really working very well, and it's dipping into your profits. It's dipping into your bottom line. And marketing isn't the only place you might notice a return, a lower return on investment. Some of your staff may be spending time doing things, maybe it's customer service, or maybe it's some other activity that used to provide some value, or maybe used to provide a lot more value. And you're just noticing now that it's just not impacting your business the way it used to. One of the things that you can do during this time is consider just scaling back. So going back to where I said, focus on the fundamentals One of the ways that you can decide what the fundamentals are is to take a look at your return and look at the activities that you're doing and that your staff is doing and determine what value it's bringing to your business. And if the value is low, then you might want to decide to give it a break for a while, stop doing that thing or scale back on that thing until the economy improves. You are going to need to get really friendly with your finances right now. When the economy is good and business is good and things are going really well, you don't always have to look so closely at your finances because everything's going well. You're paying your bills, you're turning a profit, you're making payroll, you're bringing home money to you and your family. But in a recession, things get a lot tighter and you find that your budgets are a lot leaner and you don't know where your money is going. You don't know how much you have to spend. And so if you get really friendly with your finances, you need to have a really good set of books. So this means that you need to understand where are all the places. And now when I say you, I mean, you're not doing it, but you're looking at reports, right? So somebody somewhere on your team, whether it's a bookkeeper or an administrative staff member or an outsourced um, accounting firm, what have you, somebody is doing a really good job at your books. They know what you're spending money on and they're categorizing those expenses for you in a way that helps you make good decisions about where you're spending your money and if the money that you're spending is moving the needle. So you're going to get a good set of books. You're also going to make sure that you're getting monthly financial reports. So you're looking every single month at your profit and loss statements. You're looking every single month at your cash flow statements. Get really friendly with your finances. Have a budget. A lot of our clients here at C-Suite don't necessarily have a budget. And there's lots of different ways you can go about creating a budget. It doesn't have to be difficult. But the basics of a budget are just knowing where your money goes and anticipating that so that you... And and having somebody monitor that for you. So before you make decisions on where to spend money or where to invest, 
you have somebody monitoring that to make sure that you're not spending more than you're making. Okay, I'm going to jump to forecast, forecast, forecast. So having a budget is very similar to having a forecast. With a forecast, what you're doing is you're looking historically at where has your money gone? What have you been spending your money on? How much money have you been making? Where has that money been coming from? What trends have you noticed? Do you have seasonal trends? Do you have other trends that you've noticed? And then use that information to predict what's going to happen in the future. The more you do this, the better you will get at it. There's a couple different ways that I like to forecast, which is we can break your budgets or your forecast down into categories, so higher level categories, and just ask yourself, how much revenue are we anticipating next month and the month after that and the month after that and the month after that? And what are the major categories where our expenses go? And are there any standalone expenses we're anticipating? Are there any quarterly expenses we're anticipating? What kind of monthly expenses are we anticipating? And map those out month over month. And every month, sit down with your leadership team and review that and say, okay, let's look at this past month. How did we do? Were, were we on budget? Were we off budget? How far were we off budget? How far were we off forecast? And why were we off? And then look at next month. Does this still look right? Are we anticipating, did we hire somebody that we need to drop into this forecast? Did we lose a team member? Did we make an investment? Did we open a new office location? Did we run a big promotion and we're anticipating to double sales? Look ahead and plug those numbers in so you can calculate what's going to happen to your bottom line. It is going to help you be more strategic about your activities and more strategic about the decisions that you make that might impact your profit, your bottom line, and your cash flow. So have a forecast. Think proactive instead of reactive. So I already I said this at the beginning of the episode. What we find is, and this doesn't even have to involve a recession. It can involve any changes in society across the board. What used to work may not work going forward. And in a recession, what used to work may not be working for you right now. And that causes stress, right? If your revenue is down or your expenses are up, or if there's other things that are happening in your business right now that that are causing you to lose sleep at night, it's really common to respond to those things with a knee-jerk reaction, or what I like to call whiplash, which is quickly changing directions without any warning or notice. And that can actually result in poor business decisions if we're reactive, because we're not seeing the big picture. We're just seeing the here and now, and we're making decisions based on how we're feeling currently or how the snapshot of our business looks at this current point in time. So to be proactive, we really want to use the information that you have available to you So we can try to look ahead and make some predictions on what's going to happen 30, 60, 90 days from now. And the information that you have available that's going to help you understand what could happen 30, 60, or 90 days from now is 
the forecast that we just talked about. That's one great way to predict what's going to happen. You might look at historical data on revenue, sales, leads. You might look at expenses. You might look at staff performance. You might look at conversion rates. All of the different levers or drivers is what we like to call them. All the different drivers of performance in your business If you know what those are and you've been tracking them or you have access to that data, you can look at them and make some sort of prediction about what's going to happen in the future to help you make better decisions, to think more big picture, to think more strategically and not have these whiplash or knee-jerk reactions that are going to result in negative performance down the road and... Your poor staff is not going to know if they're coming or going. They're going to perform poorly because they aren't going to be able to know where to prioritize their time. They're going to get pulled off of projects that were supposed to be a priority, all kinds of things. It's just not a good idea. The last thing I'm going to mention here about sustaining your business during the recession is considering different streams of revenue. So if your revenue is down right now, and maybe it's not a big deal for you, and that's awesome, and maybe it's temporary for you, which is also awesome, and I wish that for anyone who's experiencing that right now. And we did see this during COVID, for example, as people thinking about what's important to our clients or our customers right now. How can we deliver on our promise to them in a way that better meets their needs right now. So if there are ways that you can think differently about your streams of revenue to make it easier for you to hit revenue goals and to make a profit, now's a good time to get creative with some of those ideas. So here is how your team can support you. And it's actually how we can support you here at C-Suite Boutique. Here are the things that we're doing for our clients and certainly happy to hop on a call with you and see if we can support you in the same way. One of our first things that we can help you do is to create a solid financial plan. If you have a full financial team, which means you have a bookkeeper, you have tax people, you have an accountant or a CFO, you should be set. If you don't, or even if you do have a CFO, one of the things that we can do is work with those financial people, whether it's your bookkeepers or your accountants, we can help make sure that they are managing your expenses in a way that allows you to analyze where your money's going or where your money's coming from so you can make the best possible decisions. A lot of times we're finding that some of our bookkeepers are using kind of this like standard chart of accounts, which for many really small businesses, that's totally fine. But if you have a bigger business, a larger business, and you're making a few different figures in your business, you're going to need to have a little bit more insight about where your money's going because you're going to have to decide, is that a good way to spend my money? And if you don't know where it's going, 
or what expenses are going into what categories, you can't make those decisions. So we can help you make sure that your finances are in order. We can make recommendations to you for shifting your spend or changing the way you look at your revenue to make sure that you just have a sustainable bottom line. We are not financial experts, but we certainly have done our share of forecasting. We have certainly done our share of very high-level budgeting. We can also hook you up with some very talented financial experts. We have a whole kind of list of them here that we recommend. We can also support you by tightening up your accountability charts. So when I'm talking about getting back to the fundamentals, one of the first things we notice is there are some seats on the accountability chart that maybe don't really need to be there. And when business is good and money is flowing, we don't you know, make a big deal of it because those functions and those roles are still providing some level of value to the business. But if budgets are tight and revenue is down, we might find that they're not providing enough value to warrant continuing with those functions. So we make sure that we're focusing on what's fundamental to your day-to-day operations and kind of segmenting out what's the nice to have. And then we also make sure that you have the right people in those seats because if you're in a down economy, you're going to want to make sure that the people that are supporting you know what they're doing, can make good decisions, and that they're really good and efficient at carrying out those functions. So we're looking at operating leaner and with more efficiency. We can help you prioritize. So a lot of times, like when I was talking about those knee-jerk reactions, that also can lead to trying to do all the things, like, right? You're trying to fix everything all at once or do everything all at once. You may also be trying to do everything with even fewer resources because your budgets have shrunk. Your employees and staff members are definitely going to be feeling the strain, the stress, the overwhelm of increased responsibilities. You're going to be kind of feeling chaotic and low on organization. Your priorities may be constantly shifting. And so what we do is come and help you and your team focus on the stuff that really matters. We do quarterly planning with you so that we make sure that we're identifying the top handful of things that is the absolute necessity right now. And we make sure that people are accountable to maintaining those goals and completing those goals and that they're making progress towards those goals and they're staying focused on them instead of getting distracted by new thoughts and ideas. I mean, obviously, as new information comes up, sometimes we do need to shift, but making sure we're not just making knee-jerk decisions or causing whiplash. And then finally, we can support you through communication. So in times of stress, for example, communication is hard because sometimes we don't have positive things to say. Sometimes we're stressed and frustrated, and so things come out the wrong way. We take it out on other people. We might also like to withhold information because when the picture is not rosy, we can worry about how that information might impact the people that are supporting us. And if we're doing a poor job of communication, employees are going to start to feel even more disengaged from what's happening. 
they might start losing interest in what they're doing. They might lose motivation. They might not really understand or know what's going on and they don't know where to focus. They might feel worried or concerned for their jobs if it's apparent to them that something is changing or something is happening. So maintaining transparency and maintaining communication with your employees is definitely going to help them do a better job of supporting you. And we help by structuring those communications, facilitating team meetings. We keep your key players in the loop and on the same page. We help your people understand what levers they can pull, what's impacting your business right now. And we can make sure that that what we're communicating and how we're communicating is done tactfully, it's done respectfully, it's done in a way that's not divulging things that are sensitive information, but still helps your employees stay on the same page so they can make decisions, they can think strategically, and they can continue doing an awesome and amazing job for you and feeling like even though times things might be tough right now, They're going to get better. They're going to improve. And we're all in it together. So those are my thoughts on the recession right now. If you are not impacted by the recession, I don't care. This episode is still very relevant for you because maybe it's not the recession that's affecting you, but maybe it's a change in your industry. And every industry is going to always have its ups and downs depending on the market, depending on your clients and customers, depending on the economic landscape, all of these things can at any given time throw you for a loop. And the things that we talked about today are the ways that you can address those in your business without falling off the rails. So if this is something that you need support in, would like support in, please visit our website at www. Do Are we supposed to even say that anymore? I'm not sure. c-sweetboutique.com book a consultation with us. We will walk you through how fractional integrators work, how we can support you, how we can improve your business, how we can lead your team to success, and how we can get you out of the stress and overwhelm of being in your day-to-day operations every single day. Honey, what is it that you wanted to tell our listeners today? Get out there and break some boundaries and do it for me and my generation. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Female Founders Breaking Boundaries. If you enjoyed this episode, would you be willing to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're tuning in? You can connect with me on LinkedIn using the link in the show notes. And until next week, don't be afraid to get out there and break some boundaries.